and welcome to the Off-Kilter Quilt. My name is Frances, and I'll be your hostess. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Off-Kilter Quilt Podcast. In fact, today, it's not even the Off-Kilter Quilt Podcast. It's the Empty Nest Chronicles Podcast. As some of you may know, my dear friend Kristen Esser and I have started a blog, The Empty Nest Chronicles, to write about our lives as newly empty nesters. And we thought for um, a bit of fun, we would do a podcast episode about the holidays and what we are thinking about for the new year. So that's what you're about to hear, complete with its own introduction. That's right. Today, you're getting two intros for the price of one. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you'll pop over to the Empty Nest blog. Obviously, it will be uh, in the show notes, the link, but it is the Empty Nest Chronicles dot something. <laughs> How helpful is that? Uh, but yes, come on over and read about our adventures and, um, you know, sit, sit a spell, drink some tea, get some tea right now. I think Kristen would like you to get a cup of tea. You know, Kristen, of course, from the Simple Handmade Everyday podcast, and she's all about the tea. So get some tea, sit down and listen up. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening and happy holidays. Welcome to the Empty Nest Chronicles podcast edition. We're your hosts, Francis Dow and Kristen Esser, and we'll be posting monthly episodes to share more about our empty nest adventures. Whether you're listening to this via Kristen's Crafty Home podcast, Simple Handmade Every Day, or Francis's Rambly Quilting podcast, The Off-Kilter Quilt, we hope you'll leave a comment and let us know about your own empty, or almost empty, or will be empty one day nest. Hey, Kristen, how are you? Hi, Francis. Oh, it's so fun to be here to chat with you. Yeah, and we are going to chat a little bit about what we've been writing about on the blog recently, which is the holidays as empty nesters. And then we're going to look ahead a little bit to 2023, which I'm already calling 2022-2023, although frighteningly, I have been writing 1992. <laughs> 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 I don't know how that happened. I'm I'm concerned about myself. But how is your uh, Christmas going so far? Are you fully decorated? Um, I am almost fully decorated. The one thing that I have not decorated is the tree, which is the weirdly it is the first thing I put up with just lights, and it's the last thing that I finish because I usually want to wait till there are some kids home to help with that. Um, and that, so that tradition sort of started when Chloe went away to college and it just made sense for, to wait for her to come home to do that. And, um, so do you wait because you want her and Jonah and Ben to enjoy being part of the decorating process? Or are you like me? It's like, I want someone else to do this. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yeah. The kids have always really, um, been in charge of decorating the tree. I sit there and unwrap the, the decorations and set them on the table. And then they all go over and, and put them on. And we've been doing that for, for many years. I can't remember the last time I actually had to decorate the tree. But 
um, this year, you know, Ben's home from college, but the other kids won't come till right before Christmas. So I think it's just going to be me and Ben if I can wrangle him into it. That might be a tradition that I need to let go of <laughs> waiting for, for the kids. It's been a few years, obviously, when they were little, Jack and Will were like, give me that ornament. I want, you know, and they're just like throwing them on the tree. They were so excited. But uh, yes, and now I do the thing that you do. I unwrap them and I put them on the coffee table I, in a beautiful, orderly way. Look, here's the bright, shiny glass bowl. <laughs> Look, here's your favorite little football player ornament. And then I wait and I wait. I wait for just one person to walk through the room <laughs> and pick one up. And they don't. They're like, hmm, nice ornaments. And they keep going. Um, do you it, find that you put a lot less on the tree. Like, you know, we did the thing where we got them an ornament every year. So, you know, three kids, all those ornaments, plus others. Um, I just find I unwrap things and go, okay, that's not going to make the cut. That one's not going to cut. I actually like a pretty simply decorated tree. I'm always a little sad when we start putting the ornaments on because I love the tree with the lights. And that's probably what we'll do tonight, what Clifton and I will do tonight. We've got the tree um, and, and Clifton will do the lights and it'll just sit there. We'll move the furniture around like we do every year. So the, the tree has sort of pride of place, but we can still watch TV. And, uh, and we have a friend coming over for dinner tomorrow night. So I, I would be happy to go another week without doing the ornaments. I do want to put my Christmas village up on the porch. That's, I think I wrote about that this week that, that, it, that's just going to be so much more simple. Um, because every time I do something, I have to do it the hardest, weirdest way for <laughs> that's what happened 10 or 12 years ago when I bought a couple lots of these Christmas village buildings. So they all don't match. They're not even the same scale. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Where did you put it before that made it more complicated? I put it on as a, a, a table, I guess it's a kind of a, a side table. I mean, it's, it's narrow, maybe, uh, you know, I'm a quilter. I should be able to tell you that <laughs> I would say 18 inches wide, but maybe four feet long. And it had okay. two tiers. So it's a really pretty table. Um, I think we got it from Pottery Barn, which I was about to call Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Pottery Barn. And of course, again, me being me, I thought there needs to be something un to put under the houses. So I went to Joanne's and I got this nice glittery felt. Yes, I know and, exactly and, what you mean. Yeah. And so, but because I had two levels, the thing about this table is that it, it's not like a cabinet. There's no backing. And so you've got all these cords. And so then I created uh, this way of every year I have to safety pin my two, my, my uh, sparkly felt together. And then I had to cut holes to string the cords. There's, there's lights. So and but, you know, I just, just hated life after the five hours. <laughs> That's how I feel about getting a real Christmas tree is I hate life and I'm such a Grinch. So, but by doing it on one level, it'll be very, I don't have to, I, it'll be very easy. It's a long, our, our, our table on the porch is very long and I can easily hide the cord. So I'm not going to have to do any of that. And if <laughs> And the worst part is like, then you have to turn everything on in the old way. And then of course there was a bulb that was, and then you just, ah, you know, again, it's because I'm not an engineer. I really should let Clifton just do these things from the start. Honey, you figure it out, you manage it and I'll plug it in. 
and he's got a very artistic eye. He would probably have it all set up on different levels and yeah. putting boxes under things. And you well, know, I had to do it and make a mess out of it, and then that became the tradition. But now we're <laughs> uh, the tradition because we can do whatever we want, <laughs> and there's no expectation of why is the village in a different place this year, and how come there's only one level this year? Because that is I, when I've tried to change things up in the past, there has been a little bit of blowback by. But we always put the angel there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I don't want that angel anymore. It's your own apartment now, son. <laughs> <laughs> put the angel where you want to put it in your apartment. Here, you, you can. <laughs> yes, exactly. Can you? You'll be able to see your Christmas village, even though it's on the screen porch, from your family room. From uh, the, the living room, and yes, but we'll we'll set up the table so there's French doors, so we'll set it parallel on the table parallel to the doors. So in fact, we'll actually be able to see it much better because usually it's set up kind of behind the couch. Oh. So if you were going to the laundry room, you had a beautiful view. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is nice. And I like this idea of looking through a window, like there's a whole neighborhood happening outside your window there. You know, I yeah. love it. Yeah, I love that. I love dollhouses and all that. But yeah, you do it's love cool. your miniatures. I love the miniatures. I, I love have never ventured down the Christmas village it's pathway. Good. And I, I think I'm okay with that. I would but not. I do love seeing it when other people have done it. I love to appreciate it. Like over the top Christmas lights outside. I love to appreciate it not so much to do it. Well, what I really want, and then we'll move. <laughs> All right, y'all, this is the problem we will experience and we yes. will have the team perhaps, but we can kind of go down <laughs> all kinds of rabbit holes ourselves and go down slippery slopes. But one day I do actually want to have a, a train a, a train running around my village. So <laughs> yeah, yes, that would be very, that would be very charming. <laughs> so anyways, to bring it back in. So yes, um, and I did get the reaction that I was hoping for, for me, um, you know, part of, obviously I'm, I'm not alone in this. I want to decorate to make, um, everything just seems so magical and cozy at Christmas, right? That's what you want. And, and when Ben came home from the train, he just walked around and went, wow, you're, it's like, it's all done. And, you know, you had that little, little boy, the, you know, wow, this looks great kind of a reaction and a like mission accomplished <laughs> so much nicer than mine <laughs> but he did agree that my my natural cedar pine garland that I hung in over two windows in the kitchen he agreed um with Gary that indeed it looks a little bit like we live in Whoville <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Now, Will will come home from college next week. He's coming home on next Thursday. And how you'll know he, he likes it is that he will actually set up camp in the living room to text his friends and be on the computer. <laughs> he wants to be amongst it. He wants to be amongst it. And I don't know how much time that Jack will spend at home. He works so much. Um, but that would be the same for him. It's like when they actually move their lives into the decorated space, which for us is primarily the living room, right. um, then, you know, they're enjoying it, but you know, they, uh, yeah, the, uh, and when they were little, they loved it, you know? Right. Yes. And that's going to be a big a difference for you this year. Now that Jack has moved out, but he's living locally yes. is that he will, you know, maybe just come home for shorter periods of time yeah. where, yeah, where my kids will come for, and live here for a week. So right. and, different and we'll, kind of, yeah. Well, we'll be here for several weeks. So, but yeah, so that is going to be very weird. I don't know how much time he'll spend. And I was thinking, you know, there's certain 
things that I make every year. Like he loves the pimento cheese. I was thinking, oh, I should make, I'll make him his own batch. And I thought, why would I do that? All the pimento cheese stays in my house. If you want my pimento cheese, you have to come visit. So it is I, the lure. Yeah. <laughs> the banana bread and the, and Clifton makes gallons of, of, what is that? Chex mix. Yes. which is what I'm going to try to stay away from. That's the yes. hardest thing. Carbs, 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 right? Yes, the season, yeah. of, but that actually gets us into the season of the new year when we think we've had too many carbs. What are we? <laughs> there is that that week between Christmas and New Year's that is, I love it. And it's often very relaxing where you just can lose track of what day it is, but you are in that whole Still, I mean, I love this week, but it gives me a stomachache kind of thinking about it because you're in that celebratory mode and you're finishing off the Christmas cookies. And in our house, there's fudge. We do fudge more than cookies. And yeah, (laughs) and you're still just, it's, it's hard to not overindulge because you know that that new year is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So, okay. So let's, maybe we should talk about the new year a little bit. Yeah. And we can talk about, so obviously I think listening to us, people would, you know, know we're friends and we have a great time talking to one another. I think we have very similar values um, and, and think I'll, I'll, yeah, I mean, I, I think when we talk about whether we're, we, we don't talk a ton about politics, but when we do, I think we're generally on the same page, especially about the big things, whether it's political or spiritual but we live in some ways, we, we, our approach to life, it, it differs in ways that are very interesting. And I think like keep our friendship lively and amusing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that is, it just, it's the right amount of spice. I think it all has to do with the fact that you are left-handed and I am right-handed. And that is probably the basis for all our differences. <laughs> And I'm still getting into the Enneagram or Enneagram. I don't know how to say that. And st- what did we decide I was a five? Oh, I think we did. But see, I don't, I don't keep in my head what a five is. What it's, is, what, what well, is a five? Who, over, who thinks too much and lives in her own oh, head and yes. right in the world and is very upset that the, that kind of thing. Also known as INFJ, the weirdest of the, the, is it the most, uh, it's, elite, it's like very few people. Um, okay. I, I feel like it's under 10% and it may be 2%. So okay. I, so there, I am the most common on everything. I'm an Enneagram two, which, um, you know, almost every woman is, or at least think she is because it is the, um, it's, it's what we're taught to be. It's just, it's the, it's the helper. It's the server. It's the, what can I do for you? Um, kind of, of person. And, um, and, and the kind of person, I think for me, the most Enneagram thing to think about me is that I hate to ask for help. It's like, I will very resentfully do it myself, but I'm not going to actually ask if you wanted to help me, you would offer. <laughs> so that's my most toxic trait as an Enneagram too. <laughs> but, um, and I'm a, let's see. Uh, okay. It's funny. I have to, I actually remember what I am on the Myers-Briggs thing because I am letter to letter opposites of my husband. <laughs> So he is an INTP, so I am an ESFJ, which um, again, but we're both is, FJs. We're both FJs. Ah, there it is. There we yeah. go. Yeah, 
and I'm, and I'm also barely an E and barely a S like I'm right. Yeah. I'm right there. Like I've, I yeah. can go either way on different tests for that one. So we, we could be actually very similar on, on those types of things. And I am barely an I. So, although I, I would, I might be more I now, but it's more that just socializing. It makes me How much. It drains you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did something the other day. Oh, I went to the Nasher Museum here in Durham with a friend and it ended up meeting a friend of his. And we were walking around and have, having a great talk about the exhibit we were looking at. And it was so much fun. And then I came home and went, oh, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I often get an X. And um, yeah, but that's interesting that we're both FJs. That means we're feeling and judging. That's the worst. We're the worst. <laughs> I know I'm really not happy with any of my personality <laughs> labels. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. not what I want. Terrible to be. people. That's why we're friends. Okay, but we're going to yeah. be better people in 2023. And you'll be a better person by actually setting goals to make yourself better, where I will just kind of think, I'd like to be better. I'm going to go read some books about other people who were better. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll journal about it, but I'll actually never be better. <laughs> I have, um, in the last few years, I'm like one of those people that I do. I definitely, I don't call them resolutions anymore. I do kind of do goals. I tried the word of the year. That does not work for me. It's um, fun. It is fun. And I remember like when Chloe was a senior, she's the oldest that was, you know, going to fly the coop first. I, I remember very clearly that that year was cherish, just like this is our last year as a, as a nuclear family. And so, so that one worked for me, but, um, Yeah. I think consistency was one of my words and it should always be my word because that is the thing that I struggle with yeah. the most. Um, and then I've gone down these years in the last few years, I've done this um, thing, which you would find so over the top called power sheets. And it is this, you know, like 70 pages of self-reflection. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't. <laughs> Could I be any more navel gazing? <laughs> oh, so, um, and I did that one last year too. And for me, I, I, I kind of went a little different last year is I kind of narrowed it down to categories of, of things to think about as I go into the year. So they were, and I kind of like these for this year. They were health, home, creativity, and fun. So, um, so health, you know, that is, um, the ever present desire to lose weight and, uh, you know, uh, develop a strength training program and really take those vitamins every day. So those, those just in healthy habits in general home for me last year, it really came down to, we had this bathroom renovation that I wanted to do. Like if, if I did nothing else last year, if we got that bathroom done, I would be happy. And we did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah, yes. that's I mean, that's one of the things when you I, I I know some of the other things that were on your list. And you accomplished some things. You got some big things done. Yeah, really. The only thing that I set out to do I, I, at the beginning of the year, I had four big things. Big family vacation, redo the master bathroom, do a cutting garden, and then lose weight. So yeah. we did the vacation, we did the bathroom, the cutting garden was taken away from me from the, the state of California in our drought. So, so it, done was, it and you were headed toward doing it. 
And I, I had it planted and, and, and then just realized this doesn't make any sense. We were sort of forbidden from watering something that optional. And so we just kind of let that go. Um, but so I kind of like that idea of in, in early in the year when I had this, like my list, my big four every week, I, I, I made some, some to do's about what can I do this week to move that project forward? Um, and like, even with the bathroom, which we did do, I mean, but I started in earnest in January and it did not get done until August. The first four months was just so much spinning my wheels of trying to move forward, but not, you know, I've go down these things of looking at for things that were just not working out. And, right. and, but I just, because, and I think in the past, I just would have given up out of frustration, but I just kept at it, you know, consistency. You did it. And you did the big trip to Italy, which was no small. It wasn't like we'll do a big trip and we'll go to Disney World. You went to another country and it was no small thing. And you had the whole COVID you know, over your head and and lots of and, and yeah, lots of stuff. So that's yeah. I would love to do the idea of trying to plan it for my whole family, you know, I think it's something that Clifton and I could pull off pretty easily and we travel very well together and it would be pretty simple, but you were doing it for five people, um, two of whom were in the, you know, have jobs. And uh, so I, I'm just amazed that you just had the, uh, it was a lot of work, but it, it was worth it. And I still just have to say that we planned it through Costco and they took so much of the decision-making out of my hands and in retrospect, I can say they had us in better hotels than I would have <laughs> picked for us. And so, so that, you know, I, I really like when I can delegate some of this decision-making to someone else and, and that worked out really well for us. It could have been a disaster, but yeah. um, we kind of lucked out, but, um, but yeah, so having these little categories of, of, of areas, you know, creativity is, you know, where I think, you know, that one kind of takes care of itself as a quilter, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, that's not a problem, but I do just want to acknowledge that I want to make time for that every year. I don't need a big revamp there. I need a new hobby. <laughs> I need to narrow down my hobbies. <laughs> that's what I need to do. <laughs> you've got the cross stitching, you've got, yeah. yeah. So you're good with the hobbies as am I. Um, so yeah, that's something creativity is. Yeah. That's not, the yeah. Problem. You, you do not lack in the creativity area between uh, your writing and quilting and, and all that. And then the last thing, and then I'll ask how, how you kind of approach it is, is fun. And um, that's kind of a new one for, for me. <laughs> and this had to kind of do with um, Gary and I were just talking about the, the one thing that, let's see, we've been empty nesters for about a year and a half. And, um, the first thing we did when, after we, we dropped Ben off at school is we did a long weekend on Catalina Island as our little, you know, um, empty nest, we're empty nesters trip. Um, and it was on that vacation where we discussed getting another dog and now we have two, which makes the travel a little harder, mm -hmm. but, um, but we would like to, um, you know, like, I, I feel like every weekend we should say we should do one fun thing, whether like, you know, we just get up and go for a hike on Sunday morning or take a drive down the coast, um, do some more long weekends, um, you know, things like that. Well, I think that we should be enjoying our freedom a little bit more. And now that you know, we're kind of settling in, I think we're ready for that. Yeah. And that's a great idea. And I, I'd like to do more, you know, it, it's good. And I need, and this is something about being an introvert. I am not good with spontane, 
spontaneity. You know, so I always feel bad. Clifton's like, I'm going to go on a hike. You want to go? I'm like, if you wanted me to go, you needed to ask me 24 to 48 hours ago. So I can, <laughs> I can mentally prepare. I've already planned out my day of reading things and writing things and pondering and whatever. And I, yeah, I can't. Yeah. So anyway, but so, the, and so I feel bad, badly, but I do know that about myself, but to say, okay, Sunday afternoons, we're going to go somewhere um, or work on a project together. Um, which we've talked about doing. Um, well, even when you guys, um, when you got the dollhouse, that was a whole collaborative project between you two. Yeah, I would like to keep doing that. But painting it together was really fun. We put, it's a big dollhouse and we put it in the garage and um, it took a long time. And this is, <laughs> I'm always, um, the, my favorite people in the world, you and Clifton, like my editor, Kate, I feel like there's a group of people who surround me and look at me shaking their heads. Like, why are you so messy? Why don't you know how to paint? What? <laughs> Why can't you say, <laughs> why are you so hopeless or helpless? Not hopeless. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of fun as Clifton's looking at me like, now, why do you do it that way? I'm like, I just do it the way I do it. Baby. <laughs> yeah, but that was very fun. And then some of the photography that that he did with that. And we want to do more of that. Um, he, you know, He's a very good photographer, but he's also a very good storyteller with his photographs. And that's um, that would be a way for us to play together. And and. For me, looking to next year, play is an, is on my mind. I don't know that I will make it the word of the year, but I do. I would like to play more. And I feel in the past I've done a good job of that. But this year was so busy for me and in all these different and very good ways. But that's being an empty nester. I mean, and this was, you know, it was happening even before I was an empty nester, but as the boys got older and you just demanded very little of me going, okay, now I've got all this time. Um, I still, you know, I still cook dinner and, and Clifton and I have our evening routines. we got to watch Jeopardy and all that, but, um, you know, uh, there's so much I want to do. And so now I'm going to do all of it. Well, it turns out I really can't. And I feel like this is the year that I tried to, you know, I did a lot more writing about quilts and I'm, you know, a staff, uh, a contributing writer at Quilt Folk now, but also wrote for curated quilts and love of quilting and QuiltCon magazine. And it was all great, but I'm like, I think I, I'm supposed to be writing a book for <laughs> right. <laughs> you actually have another job of writing yeah. books. So yeah. and I actually have a contract that's, you know, <laughs> legally binding. Um, but I, and then I did some more presentations, you know, I did a presentation for uh, the Modern Quilt Guild fall sessions. And I love that. It was all good work. It was all right. good work. And then of course you and I decided to do a blog, which is very fun for me. That is because I, I often do the posts on Sunday afternoon. It's like, it's like plant that is play for me. Yeah. So there are some things that really do feel playful and, and the blog is one of them. It's really fun, but yeah, I got some, I I'm, I'm not as much as I love writing about quilts, I'll stick with quilt folk, but I'm not going to be pitching ideas to other places. I also teach writing and, and tutor one-on-one, -on -one, which I love. I love teaching. I love working with kids, but I, you're I, exhausting I, me just by yeah, listening to all the things that you did this year. <laughs> it was way too much. It was crazy. And I, and in the middle of it, I got COVID. So when I was actually going to take my vacation, that's right. I had the COVID vacation, which I did a ton of reading, which is what I pretty much do on vacation, but it wasn't quite <laughs> wasn't the carefree experience you were looking for okay so so you were very busy this year so like what are you thinking about next year and what 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 will you do differently so that you don't accidentally have seven writing assignments due on friday yeah well one is i really i'm not going to 
pitch ideas. I, you know, um, and I am doing some uh, guild presentations next year, but I, the one thing I do think about this year is it was kind of a building year. So now I've got these presentations that I can take on the road or I actually can take to the Zoom <laughs> camera. Um, so I don't create new content. So that's, so I'm happy, you know, a, a guild presentation is an hour and a half on a Wednesday night, you know, sitting in my living room. Um, so that's fine, but it's really, but, but I put a lot of time into the the fall sessions uh, presentation I did at Modern Quilt Guild. At, um, yeah. And that's the kind of thing. I mean, I really, that was like two weeks of time of really putting together the show basically. Um, and I'm not going to, so I'm not creating new content. I would like to go out to dinner on that content for as long as I can. And I'm, I'm going to be very careful this summer. Um, I had a lot of students this summer and the money it was good. And, you know, I do have to work. I do need money. The magazine writing, other than quote folk pays like nothing. It's really, <laughs> uh, but, but um, yeah, so I, I don't think I'm going to, I have right now, I've got three students and that seems about right. And I love them and I really enjoy my time with them. Um, but I don't, so part of it's just like cut back on some, uh, really it's a lot of cutting back. Yeah. Uh, and just, but, but now I know, now I know what I can tolerate, but, but I do like, you know, it's like at the beginning of this year, I had, I had taken actually at the end of 2021, a class on block cutting using linoleum blocks and, That's right. and, that, and I got all this great equipment and these great tools at Christmas. I thought this is, this is going to be such a big part of 2022. And it, and it was for a couple months and then I haven't done it. And I'm like, I want time to do things that have absolutely no uh, utility. <laughs> Right. So that go very much goes along with your word play. You just you yes. want the freedom to play. Yeah. So that that's a, that'll be a big part. The other thing, and I'm working on this now, is I want to read more and stay off screens more. Oh, and to that end is like in the morning now I read. I get up and I read and um and not it, the news. You read news. a book. Read a book, an actual book, and I put the phone and everything far away from me because it's you know I'm, it's so easy it's like you read something and it reminds you of something I'm like I'm just gonna google that and then two hours later you're like wow yeah there, there went my morning my There's relaxing my morning. morning or you know what happened to that book I was reading and so and I have found in doing this I've been doing it for a couple months now that I'm a much more focused reader it's coming back to me I feel like I'm getting you're my seeing point. a difference very much yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting to, cause I thought I was broken, right. <laughs> I thought I was broken my brain or at least my attention span for the rest of my days. So that, and you know, and if anyone wants to do some sort of reading challenge, like, I mean, and I'm talking about read a, a, a good book, you know, a month. I'm not, you know, like, these people that start out the year, like I'm going to read 56. Books. Oh, I know. I've never <laughs> even considered putting a number. I will yeah. read as many books as I, I get to, which is one after another, but you know, yeah. at whatever rate and pace is, you know, working for me. Yeah. Oh, that a reading challenge. Yeah. Although, you and I do not have good track records with these things. Of, of this. Maybe some people listening to this. Could, and by the way, I, I realized in the introduction, I'm like, leave a comment at what at Off Culture Quilt or Simple Handmade Every Day. But we actually, I'm sure we'll post to have a blog post on the Empty Nest Chronicles and you could comment there. And there as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I, I would like to do some sort of reading challenge and, you know, whether. What kind of book? What kind of book? 
Okay. Well, now you're going to hate me because I'm like, this is the year I really want to read War and Peace. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But that could take the whole year. That could be the challenge. And that's that's, that's a little bit interesting to me. But I also think that you or anyone interested, maybe not War and Peace, but it might be here's a, 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 a literary, a work of literary fiction I've always wanted to read and have not made time and space for um and i i don't know i'm making this all about me i don't even say, i won't read more. maybe i'll <laughs> I, i'll yeah but i want to read uh, just stuff that's a little uh i don't know a little harder a little harder like um i've always wanted to read anna karenina you've probably read it have you read it <laughs> but i would reread it because it's been 20 years and it is uh wonderful and I would happily reread Anna Karenina. I got really, I lost traction early on and then read like a Sparks Notes for the first couple of chapters and realized, okay, I was very con- confused by the naming that, that, these, the, the, that these two names that are very different are the same person. It, yes. I, I, and then and there's once, I'm like, okay. Uh, yes. Yes. And the sauce yeah. was actually Count Sir Vladimir Jabada. It is just like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, Tolstoy. <laughs> All right. So you would be up for that, maybe, huh? Oh, I would love to reread Anna Karenina. And, and I also am a be- big believer in Spark Notes and Cliff Notes. And I do, I, I have done that periodically with uh, Shakespeare plays because uh, the language is beautiful, but half the time, I'm like, no idea what he's talking right about. it just helps solidify okay i did actually understand what yeah. happened in that chapter you know and it's a little bit just like having a little pocket english teacher to uh, give you a summary so yeah. okay that's very very interesting maybe we'll do that i like that idea because you know me you meet you read much higher quality books than i do um i've kind of come around to stop feeling guilty about that i love the good cozy mystery um and but I think that it would be good for me to intersperse, you know, some, some Tolstoy. I mean, I do read my share of, you know, like I read a lot of Ann Patchett this year, which I consider Hello. a very good writer. Yeah. yeah I mean, writer. that's serious fiction. She, I think she's, yes. I mean, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard to read, but it is, it's, you know, it's not talking about the dead body in the quilting store. <laughs> Another one? What's wrong? Another one. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, right. And we have talked about that, like challenging each other. And you would be challenging me to finally just read Louise Penny. You'll love her. And I've read the first I'm this. I'm with this way with series all the time. I le- read the first book um, uh, in the Detective Gamache series. Loved it. Don't need don't need to read anymore. Like, yeah, what's so funny. And I'm, I'm sure I've told you this a million times. The first book's the worst one. They just get better from yeah, there. That's why I should keep. And it's so funny. Again, you love Louise Penny. Clifton does. My mom does. She's a huge fan. I'm like, why can't I get on board with you people? See, like- I feel so justified that when you say that Clifton likes Louise Penny. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so that gives me some heft here. Don't leave my mom out. She's good. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, no, he loves Louise Penny. I think, in fact, I think her new book is on his Christmas list this year. So, but that is something in 2023 to continue working on, you know, uh, where I focus my attention, right? That I think that is actually the big picture thing as much as anything is where's my attention going? Um, and if it's going to Twitter, I need to walk away. <laughs> I like the way you put that because the way I had phrased this in my own mind is you need to stop wasting time. 
<laughs> and which is more just the I like I like yours has a positive spin mine has a negative spin because sometimes when I am scrolling um, social media for me it's just Facebook mostly Facebook groups not even personal Facebook and Instagram I sometimes literally think to myself what are you doing you are wasting time like just put it down put it down mm -hmm. so just focusing your attention in in better places is, I think is a, a great way to put that and you have to develop habits around it, you know, and that's true of everything, right? That, and we, you and I have been talking a lot lately about guardrails and, uh, you know, just kind of keeping us in the lane we want to be in. And I think so much of that is habit, but it, habits take, take time. Um, and that's why I think it, you know, it's just. And practice. Practice. It's practice. And I've, it, it really took a while for me to be able to sit down with the book in the morning and not w grasp after you know, the, the shiny lights of the internet and then just stay with the book. But it's, uh, but it's wonderful. I'm so happy. I mean, I've always been such a, a reader all my life and the last few years, I'm just like, what have I done to myself? Yeah, I agree. I think that sounds wonderful. Okay. How do you want next year to be different from this year, especially given that this year and a lot of ways you accomplished these great goals. I just, again, amazed you did a bathroom <laughs> And a trip to Italy. I, I, that seems like five years of work to me. So you've, in some ways, it seems like you've had a really great year. What do you want 20, what do you want to be different in 2023? Um, well, I guess what I want to do is I want to, in some ways, feel um, a little more settled into our emptiness life. You know, we're just, we're, we're I feel like we've had so many transitions yeah. since 2020, you know, the kids came home and then we were home and then then they left and we had, you know, our beloved pets. Everything was a transition. Yeah. And I just, I, I kind of want to relax into it and hopefully enjoy some things that we, um, you know, haven't done enough of like, like travel and just go have fun together as a couple, as we did when we were dating and newly married. <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, you know, I've always got to have big goals about the house, which I think my husband would rather I didn't have such big goals about <laughs> the house. But um, this year, I want to to tackle the kids' rooms. Um, you know, all three kids moved out somewhere over 2021, either to their own apartments or away to college. And everything is just sort of you know, it's missing furniture, you know, the, the center part of the bookcase is there, but the end pieces are still there. You know, it's just all kind of an unorganized mess. And I would like to turn those rooms into spaces that function for this season of our life, mm -hmm. which is um, Chloe and Jonah coming home, as you know, you know, fairly often to visit. Um, so, but I want it to be, I want to get rid of bunk beds and get queen size beds into places and, um, you know, I mean, these are childhood bedrooms that need to be repaired and painted and, and, um, I want them to be beautiful guest rooms. I want a room that Ben, even though Ben's kind of changed rooms since he's the only kid that this is still really his home when he's home on school breaks. And I want those, I want this to, he, he's like living when, and he still even calls it Chloe's room. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so I want a room where he feels comfortable, you know, so, so that's my big goal. This is, I, I want to um, start to make the changes in our house that reflects how we want to live going forward. Yeah. 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 I love that idea. And that's, um, you know, I have a dream. <laughs> First of all, you talked about the painting. There's a lot of uh, painting that we need to do all over the house. 
And upstairs we have four bedrooms. Um, two of them I'm are so four. jealous of yeah. all your bedrooms, but, but two of them are some, well, the fourth bedroom is very small, which, and I kind of want to make that a library. That's I my dream to it. fill it with shelves because I have, I have a lot of books and a lot of them have been in the attic and that's not a good place for books to live. I mean, I have bookshelves in the attic that, you know, I also have boxes and, but, and that's something that Clifton and I've been talking about in terms, you know, I, I do need to go through and do some more weeding. Um, but I, I also would love to have my books available and I would love accessible. to accessible. Yes. And, you know, in a, 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 you know, a temperature controlled environment would be the rest <laughs> of the house. It's not the attic. And, um, but I just, and I love that idea. And I think we have the space, but that is a room that needs to be repainted. When, when we moved in 15 years ago, I painted that room, a very lovely kind of oceany blue green that now, but you know, 15 years later, I'm like, I'm tired of this color. Um, but the thing that I did in that room, which I, I'm not an experienced painter, the paint job itself is fine, but you know, it's like, you're reading like how to paint and like, well, of course, you know, and they're all, there's your trim and there's walls. And then there's the ceiling who paints the ceiling. I painted the ceiling. It's the lightest mint green. You would have to really go, Oh, is that ceiling not white? No, it's got a touch of green in it. I like, I'm like, what, an, what idiot. Painted the ceiling. <laughs> was it a white ceiling? So and then you took ceiling. the the and then time I, to paint it a different it, color. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it needed to be painted, right? I see. So I'm trying to remember what color that room was. The people we bought the house from had uh, actually built the house in 1965. They were lovely people, but the way that I explain it is, he was a religion professor at Duke, and she was a social worker. You can imagine. <laughs> How the house was decorated. <laughs> they were lovely people. We actually met them and really liked them a lot. Um, and so, the, and, and throughout the house, there are rooms just with layers of paint, and you're going through the bright orange, then down to the avocado green. And it's, it's, it's just hilarious. I can't remember what that room was painted. Um, perhaps orange. Anyway, but that that so now that the ceiling has to be repainted, and just like. Have you ever painted a ceiling? It's horrible. It's a horrible thing to do to yourself. And the paint is running down your arms into your pits yes. and it's in your hair. And I am so messy to begin with. I should not be allowed to paint. I should be legally barred from painting anything, including this dollhouse, although I think I did a nice job. But really, the, the damage I do, uh, this is one of my dreams. Um, I don't have a big Christmas list this year. Most of I want some books. I want some stationery. So I'm like, maybe we could set a little money aside. And then maybe with some, uh, you know, my, my parents give me some Christmas money. I don't know how much it costs to add, pay someone to paint a room or a bunch See, that's of what, That's what I was going to say is that I have no intention of doing any of this painting. I will absolutely hire people to paint. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're going to do a better job. It's going to last longer. Yes. Painting doors is a nightmare. Um, so I will. It's just all you need of hell to paint anything. And so, yes. So that's what I want to look into. Um, it's like, how much would it cost? And there are other, I also painted the upstairs hallway. So our house is very dark. That's the problem with it. And, and when Clifton and I dream about renovating, it's really about letting in more light to the house because it's so dark. Um but yeah, and so our upstairs, the, the people, the lovely people who owned it, they painted it as like it was like a, an office, like office interior taupe, you know, kind of like, like, hi, we would like to depress you so much 
<laughs> I don't know. No, they're nice people. They didn't want to depress us. They just didn't know color or maybe someone, maybe one of their adult children said, mom and dad, you need to paint the house with really cheap paintbrushes so that there's chairs everywhere but anyway so I'm like this because it was dark and it's a narrow fairly narrow hallway I'm like I'm going to paint it this beautiful kind of peachy color and the color I had in mind would have been lovely but it just came out orange like like a citrus picking paint is so hard because it does not look like what it does on the chip that's true when when we painted Chloe's um, bedroom when I was pregnant with her, it was supposed to be this very, very, I didn't know if I was having a boy or girl. So it was the nursery. I this, it was supposed to be a very soft yellow. And I had this Winnie the Pooh border that was going to go with. And did it come out that way? No, it was a bright yellow. And I, I just. You're not, ye- <laughs> not yellowy people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's my aversion to yellow it goes back to how badly I chose that pink color but um my yeah. yellow you can see. yeah see your yellow that's more of what I had in mind was a that's nice good. soft butter that's yellow bread. so we but just know cornbread yellow is about the kind of yellow I like but yes I think you need- that- go ahead oh, I was gonna say yellow is like orange that way if you get it wrong it's, it's a- in your face yeah, it's, it's in, in your face, face. I think that you need to pick the color you go, this is the color I want. And then you need to go two shades down because that on the wall is going to be what you think it is. You know, I just paint is so hard. Yeah, no, that's, and that's why you should get professionals to do it. And I think, you know, talking about moving into our emptiness years and how we do things. Um, I, I certainly do, uh, once once Will gets out of college, I think we're going to feel rich. We won't be rich, but we're going to be a lot richer <laughs> <laughs> that is a big change. That is a big, change. A big change. And so that- I want to I go back to your library room because I think that sounds amazing. Yes. And what a perfect sort of, I don't know if it's going to be your first project of just creating this space that yeah. would be something you've always imagined. It didn't make sense to use that space in that way when the kids were home. Yeah. And um, I just, I want to see this room when you get it done. I, I You will. You will. Who knows? Because probably for I moved three tons of books into a room, probably should get the room painted before <laughs> we move the books. First in. things first. Yeah. First things first. But I really <laughs> like that idea. And we do. Jack's room, I, I think, is going to have many purposes, but we want to keep it very simple. And it will be a guest room. It's a lovely room. Somehow he got the prettiest room. It's got beautiful light. And um, so, yes, that will be a guest room that we'll use in different ways. You know, we always have projects going, recording projects and photography and video projects going on. So we'll use it. But I, that will be also be the guest room. Um, and you know, and I don't, you know, it's an interesting thing about having a child living locally. Um, you know, I don't know that Jack will spend the night here anymore, you know? Right. That's, yeah, that's an interesting thought. That's, that's a big change. So it's different from even say, you know, Will graduates from college. If he worked in, you know, Atlanta, which is, you know, where he might well end up, you know, he would come back for, you know, days that, you know, of that long weekend or whatever. And, and so he would need, he would need, uh, you know, a bedroom. I a room. Say, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, we'll see how long we keep his room set up. Um, you know, that, he's just a sophomore in college. We're going right, to, we've got, we've got time. So are there like, uh, for me, I feel like there are big changes to be made in these kids rooms. We need new furniture and paint and things like that. Is is there any, is it a lot of stuff you need to do to Jack's room or is it, is it kind of, it's in, it's in good shape right now. To hey, I, I did see, I think Clifton had a list where he had painted, which may just be kind of re- a recovery move. <laughs> 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 
this is hard, but I, but it's not so long since it was painted. Oh, I know why he wants to paint. It just came to me for photography to have a gray wall. Yes, that's it. So, um, yeah. but otherwise, other than just doing a, a very serious deep clean, <laughs> I think his room is, <laughs> it, yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants a gray wall. Um, but that makes sense. What color is it now? What are the walls? It's a very light blue. It's really pretty. Um, okay, but that light blue that that could really affect color yes. in photography. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, and that's it's funny. I don't have a lot I want to do with with our room and. This house is in a way, it doesn't allow for much, you know, unless you do a full renovation. It's an old house. It's like, there's no reason to renovate our bathrooms because they're the size of, you know, of a closet, you know, mm -hmm. We're, and so that kind of thing. I mean, we might put in some new stuff, but um, yeah, but it is fun to think about um, the more immediate changes as well as kind of dreaming. And we have a Pinterest board about, you know, with rent house renovations, which we, we may not be the kind of people who can tolerate house renovations without moving out for five years. They are so hard. They are yeah. so hard. I think we went eight weeks without our bathroom. Like it was, yeah, yeah it was a lot. It's you forget. I say I've already forgotten about that until you brought I, it up but so yeah, it, you just you yeah it's like it. childbirth <laughs> yes, <laughs> just exactly walk it out <laughs> so yeah but it's fun to think about and um it's it's just you know you you said earlier it's like you're talking about uh like having fun and go and going on kind of like dates with Gary and that's it's an interesting it's like I feel like Clifton and I have kind of come full circle and it's just our knees hurt more than they did <laughs> we were first dating but it's like today when we went to get the christmas tree when we were dating when we were dating and then we we were married for five years before we had kids you know we, oh. we had so much fun but i remember that going to get the christmas tree and and just having you know and we did have fun together and the good news is you know almost you know 28 years later we still really like each other a lot it's possible we like each other more which i know is, is such a is, is a real gift um yeah you know, I think Clifton's finally realized how good he has. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's the other way around in which you realize, like, you know, you're happily married when you think the other person got the better deal and they think they got the better deal. And I think, yes, yes, I think that's true, but yeah. you're right. It is not everybody comes out on the other side of child rearing, still yeah. liking the person that they married. And so I think yeah. we're both really lucky there. And yeah, I'm reminded when we go do fun things, like we have fun together. Yeah, that's yeah. great when you're you're having fun together and you're not, and I'm I'm, I'm actually much better at this than Clifton because I'm just like, if you're out of sight, you're not, <laughs> out of mind. Not but I have, and I still, no, I still wake up at 4 a.m. worrying about my children. So it comes up but I can block it out more, but, but it's, so this is such an interesting time to think about it's, you know, I've, I've talked about, and I talked about it in this week's blog post about getting past, you know, being postmenopausal, and that's a very different place to be as a woman. And it kind of, it does remind me of being a 10 year old girl. And I feel, you know, I'm much better about, uh, I'm still very conflict avoidant, but as you know, I was in a situation this week where I felt a little bit attacked. And of course I, and I, and I had the whole adrenaline rush and the heart beating and the sweating, but I was just like, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. Cause I'm not sorry. You know, I'm not, I'm not in the wrong. 
you right. know, I've not done anything wrong here. I'm happy to talk and work through this. And that's very different than how, you know, when I still had estrogens running through my veins or whatever was going on there when I was younger, where I would have really tried, would have been very apologetic and very like, I'll change, I'll make whatever change you need me to make. So isn't won't. that wonderful? Yes. So, yes. so being back to that 10 year old girl self is good. And, 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 and in a similar way uh, with it being an empty nester it, it is like going back to the beginning of something, except you have more money uh, and, you know, or, you know, and, and you know more about who you are. And yes. I'd say that it's, I don't want like, believe me, we don't have, we don't have, a, a, you know, we have enough, we have enough money. And I, when we were younger, we did not, <laughs> you know? but also just, you know, you also just understand yourself better. You understand your spouse better. And it's almost this new phase of dreaming. Like what? What can we do now? Because we've done the kid. We did. We did the the kids. We did thing. kid thing. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> for us and that. No, it did. It did. But, but but that's and that that was a really rich part of our lives. But we we you know we're I'm what am I fifty eight? Clifton's about to turn fifty seven. He's younger. I like my middle. Oh, life. younger man. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, hope with any luck, you know, we've got some really good years to do some things to the house to. Uh, travel, you know, just uh, take on new projects. We're both such project people. So it's kind of, it's, it's, I'm still getting, you know, Jack moved out fairly recently, as you know, perhaps more recently than I've implied on the blog. Um, So I'm still getting into that mindset of like, oh, wow. I mean, we still have to work. We still, it's not, we're not retired. It's not, but it's like, you know, yeah, we can, we can have a library upstairs or we can, we can travel. We can put. We still have Travis, which is still something like having a child. But you know, but unlike the children, we can just give him to someone and say, "Could you keep him in a cage?" <laughs> right. We we yeah. hamstring hamstrung ourselves a bit by getting two dogs, but I I refuse to let that stop us. Someone can watch those dogs. It yes. is you know. And you've been fortunate that you've had people uh, who you know and trust who can come into the house and take care. Right. Of so. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably would too, but uh, it, we also have a, a kennel we really love. And um, we're we're too much worriers. Like, do they know how to do the alarm? Will they remember to reason? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But, but you're so right about this is an opportunity to dream about what, you know, what do we want to do? How do we want to, to these, these next, however many years we, decades, hopefully, you know, yeah. what do we want them to look like? And uh it's, it's, and, and we I, do have more money to do things now. Yeah, yeah we do. Even yeah, and, and it's 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 nice. It's nice to go. Okay, the bills are paid, and there's a little you know. So we could go take a weekend trip, or we could save up and go to Italy. Or uh, Clifton and I very much want to go to England. I'd love to do my. That's my dream. I want to do a walking tour, and he wants to do archaeological digs. So we're still working out. England <laughs> is the place to go. But that's what, and that's what, and you know, to bring this back to the holidays and in the year that you were talking about that sort of space, you know, where we eat a lot of fudge and don't have to cook a lot because we have tons of food in the house. But that is a good dreaming time. That is a good time yes. to think about, you know, um, you know how the the different ways that life might be sweet as we go along and don't have to, you know, pack lunches. Yes, <laughs> which we haven't done for many years. I just, <laughs> but that was a. As a as an active lunch packer for a long time, a lunch packer for children who very rarely eated eated ate the lunch lunches, and one of whom 
barely barely ate anything that that was not like a warm fuzzy time for me I was just like oh I gotta pack lunch and now I don't and I think of that I get up in the morning like I don't have to go to school which is I love I've been thinking that since uh, you know I graduated college um, I don't have to drive anyone to school I don't have to make anyone's lunch and and I'm just a happy camper for the rest of the day that's how lazy I am like, no, I, I appreciate all of those. I love my slow mornings. You know, I, I get up at six and I don't really start work till nine. So I've got like a three hour on ramp to my day. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. yeah. And I start work around 10 and I, I, sometimes I get up anywhere between seven and eight 30. It, it really depends on how I slept the night before, but yes. And I try to remind myself, like, remember when Jack was 10 and Will was seven and this is all you dreamed about. It's here. The dream is it's real. Here. And yes, your neck is kind of saggy and your under eye circles are worse than ever, but that's okay. Cause I have my date to the prom. He's in the other room doing Wordle and, um, you know, and, and I, I get to have this time and I do really try to, to be appreciative of it just because one, I, I have looked forward to it for a long time. And two, I know, you know, there are a lot of people getting up and getting on the subway and going to work or, and you know, and some of them are going to jobs they're not really excited to go go to. So I do feel it's like a it's a real luxury to have that time. So I'm absolutely happy. yes. So well, we've been chatting for a while, and yes. uh, and I have probably should wrap this up. Yes, we probably should. <laughs> so uh, my oven is heating up for the Saturday night pizza. I, um, we are recording this, by the way, Saturday, December tenth, twenty twenty two, and. Um, we appreciate you being here with us as part and, and join the conversation in whichever comment section you prefer. Um, but we would love to hear about you and, and, and your experiences and what your dreams are for 2023, which, and I hope it'll be a great year for all of us. Yes, absolutely. I, we love to hear from you guys. And so many people leave such thoughtful comments on the blog posts and um, we love to read those and, and learn from them because there's a lot of people that are ahead of us in this emptiness yeah. journey. And that's really fun for me to, to, you know, we could use some mentors that have, you know, walked these roads before yeah. us. Yeah. yeah so. Great comments. And, um, I, and I do appreciate those very much as well. So yeah, comment, talk to us. And we do plan to do this. Um, we're saying monthly. We mean that in the vaguest possible way. <laughs> <laughs> How many months? We don't know. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but yes, yeah. hopefully this will become a regular little feature of the, of the Empty Nest Chronicles blog. And yeah. thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, happy holidays to all and to all a good night. You too, Kristen. You too, Francis. All right. And now I'm going to figure out how to stop. Here we go. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>